three of which have unique knowledge from the days of the Forerunners. With their assistance, we're extracting a treasure trove of Forerunner technology from what's left of Onyx. We've also arrested Dr. Catherine God Almighty Halsey, who's now making herself useful by incorporating that technology into Infinity. Oh, I waited a long, long time to get her. But it was worth every minute. She will now do my bidding. I'd call that a very productive three months' work, wouldn't you? Excellent value for the taxpayer. On the downside, though, Phillips is potentially in real danger, and by that token, so are we. He's not been trained to resist interrogation. The AI fragment he's carrying won't be much use to the Sangali if he's caught, but the last thing I need is for Oni's destabilization policy to become public knowledge. And there's another fly paddling around in the ointment. There's no lid on Venezia now that the Covenant's collapsed. The rebels can come and go as they please. Not just human rebels, alien malcontents too. And the black market's flooded with hardware and vessels. Everyone's dusting off their old grudges. We shall be busy. But on balance, things could be worse. Osman's doing well. She's proving good in the field, although I hope she doesn't get a taste for it. She's my anointed, my heir, my successor. The office of Cinconi will be hers before long, and she has to fill this chair. I have to admit, there's a delicious irony in having a failed Spartan head up the agency. And Kilo 5 is shaping up, too. There's a lot to be said for a mixed bag of oddballs. A few ODSTs, a Spartan, a civilian linguist, and BB. God, I miss Black Box. But he's where he needs to be right now. It's a strange squad. The best ones always are. Ruthless and loyal, as I said. I like ruthless and loyal. The door opens and Dorset trots in, balancing a steaming cup and a small plate. Here you go, ma'am, he says. And ginger nuts. That was the cookie you wanted, yes? He makes it sound like a strange perversion. He's not been in Sydney long enough to understand biscuits. It's hard to find ginger nuts these days. Indeed it was, I tell him. Perfect for dunking. I insist you try some. Okay, ma'am. Thank you. There. I've metamorphosed fully from Torquemada to a grandmother foisting cookies on the youngsters. It's not just to maintain morale. This is my conscience intervening. The older I get, the more I find myself imposing affection and generosity on those around me, as if that can atone for all I've done and not done. I dunk the cookie in the mocha, hold it in the hot liquid for exactly four seconds, and then remove it. This is perfection. Ginger nuts are baked so hard that in a few seconds they absorb just enough coffee to soften the outer layer, but not enough to make them soggy. They yield to the bite, then the interior snaps and gives up its sweet, spicy pungency. A lesser cookie would dissolve and sink to the bottom of the cup in surrender. Have a cookie. Forget that junior officers call me organized crime in uniform.
I regret a great deal. I don't regret much of the dirty work I've done, but I think I do regret the Spartan II programme. I regret it not only because it was built on something utterly wrong, but also, mainly, because the likes of Catherine Halsey can only do what they do if the likes of me let them, knowingly or otherwise. I should have kept a closer eye on her. I knew what she was like. I know what everybody's like. That's my job. I can remember far too much. So many things that I wish I could unsee and unhear. Life's perverse. Most people in their nineties worry about losing their memory, not about being tormented by its clarity and the small hours each sleepless night. But such is power. You get it. Then you do things with it. And then you have to live with it. I won't apologize.